Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. And today we're chatting with my friend, Peter Miner, who is a pastor in Florida. He's a member of our Legends group. And you know what, guys? One of the things I love about these episodes is I just, I have no idea where the, where it's going to go, what we're going to end up talking about. I love just having conversations with my guests and hearing their stories and then just picking up things that I want to ask that I think somebody might want to know. And so we talked today about uh, his, his business with how he sells books. So a lot of people, I know you've, you are a listener of, of this show for any time. You've probably heard people say that they started with books and they move on to other things. Well, Peter still sells a lot of books in his business. A large part of his business is books. So that was fascinating. So we dug into that and what he's looking for when he's out uh, sourcing books. We talked about Facebook Marketplace and Mercari and some of the other platforms that he also lists on. And so this is just a fun episode because I learned so much about him and his business. And there are so many ways to do this business. And Peter's just an example of somebody that's doing it different than a lot of people and doing it very, very well. He's a pastor full-time. He does his very part-time and last year he said he had a quote bad year, sold 140 some thousand dollars on in his business, very part time. So if the, if anything, guys, this should give you some encouragement that you can start small. Books are one of the easiest places to start. Thrift stores are easy places to start. Garage sales, there's consignment, of course, things around your home. But you can start this business with very little money or even no money at all and still have a very profitable business. And if you are like in a position where Peter's at, where he has a full-time job already, uh, you can do this in your part-time. Just He finds pockets of time that he just he does the job and gets it done. And so there are no excuses. This could, anybody can do this. And I hope this episode encourages you. Here it is. Peter, welcome to Streams of Income. Thank you so much for being on with me. Thanks, Ryan. It's good to hang out with you for a little bit. No, I've known you for a while now, but we've your first time on the on the podcast and you're a pastor. Yeah. So I want to hear, we'll get to the, you know, all the pastor stuff because it's so, I, I love knowing that there's pastors that do this, can do this part-time and make a really good income like you're doing. But tell me your business story. How'd you even get into selling on Amazon? Yeah, well, let me let me put it into a, a life calling because yeah. um, I my wife and I have five children. So um, uh, probably within the first couple years of our firstborn, who's now 30, that gives away a lot. Um, <laughs> she was kind of like, I want to be home. I don't want to work. So mm. I've really always had a niche job on the side so that mm-hmm. I could uh, keep my, my wife could be home, raise the kids. We homeschooled all that. Yeah. And uh, probably 2014, 15, I, uh, I, was, I was here in Florida. I um, had a, an entrepreneurial job I was doing with uh, something completely different than online. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done eBay way back mm-hmm. and got away from it. Uh, never really cared for it all that much. Got away from it. And, um, and so I think it was right around Christmas time, 2014, 15. I was kind of like in between this door closed. I'm still pastoring. What do I do next? Yeah. Seeking the Lord, you know? Yeah. And uh, my and my wife was shipping 
some books. And I said, what are you doing? She said, I just sold some homeschool books. I don't need, we don't need any more on Amazon. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? I didn't know you could sell anything on Amazon. I was completely blown away. Yeah. Uh, and so she said, oh yeah. And I, and I was like, wow. So uh, I looked into it and then I said, maybe there's something here, you know? Yeah. And uh, then I asked her about FBA and she said, I don't know anything about FBA. I just sell books <laughs> when I have them, you know, kind of easy going. So that's how I, I came into the online world again from, wow. from eBay, probably a decade earlier. Oh my goodness. Uh, 2014, 15. Yeah. And, uh, and that, and so, uh, I'll just I'll just roll right in Amazon. Go for bit. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I did the FBA thing because it kind of made sense, but I had no mentor. I had nobody to look to. I didn't know anybody that did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just honestly I was frozen for like three months. And then the first month with, went by. The free thirty nine ninety nine went out the door. Now I'm paying. I went two months paying. Still, I didn't sell anything. I was still uh-huh. trying to figure it out. I, it was complicated to me trying yeah. to go through the university and all that, you know. And then I, uh, I think I quit. I, I said, that's it. I'm done. I, I can't figure this out. And then I kept reading and hearing about people doing FBA and making lots of money. Mm-hmm. So it pounded me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I said, I've got to figure this out. So I went back to the drawing board and I said, I'm just going to do uh, books. Cause that's what my wife did. So I'm just going to try to see if I can get some books. So I just started hitting the, uh, the thrift stores. I mm-hmm. knew a guy who owned the thrift store and I said, Hey, I want, I, I need to find some books. He says, Peter, if you can find any books you want on my shelf, believe me, there's too many here. Just take what you want. No charge. You know? So that wow. was, a book. yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, did you know this guy know, before? Yeah, I knew him before. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. And so I, I knew him from the, the past thing I was doing. I was, okay. doing, I was doing stuff with used clothes, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, he said fine. And so that's, so I think it was June of 2015, I sent my first box of books in, mm-hmm. probably 30 or 40 bu- books in a box. Mm-hmm. And within a week and a half, they started selling. I was wow. completely blown away. And then I caught the fever if you would. Yes. I was like, wow, I didn't have to ship it to all these people. I just sent it to the warehouse and it happened, you know? Yes. So that, that's kind of how I, I came into it, you know? Yeah. A lot of people start with books, don't they? Seems like. I think so. Um, and to be honest with you, I still do books to this day. Um, that's awesome. I would love to dig into that because most people I talk to, there's a lot of folks I talk to on this show and they start with books, but they move on to other things. So the fact that you're still doing books, that's really cool. It's, I'd love to dig into. So tell me, um, okay, let's, let me write that down because I want to make sure I come back to that. <laughs> sure. Um, so, okay, so you were doing books. And then when did you, what was the next thing after that? After you sold your first yeah. uh, first box? Yeah, well, I just kept finding, I kept looking for more books. And I, I kept, I was on Craigslist. I was hunting books. I mean, I was just mm-hmm. trying to figure all the, because it was working, you know? Yeah. And uh, eventually, I um, I think it was like that that fall that I ran into Jim Cockrum's uh-huh. um, stuff online, okay. and and I just kept listening and you know reading, but I didn't buy anything from anybody. But I was like, okay, that's a good source. They kind of know what they're talking about, mm-hmm. and uh, and you were part of that. You still are, you know, part of that whole that uh-huh. whole uh, team of people, and um, and so by. Um, I think it was Thanksgiving of that same year. Um, 
I sold like an entire commentary set on Thanksgiving day. For oh my like gosh. 150 bucks. And I said to my wife, I said, I can't believe this. I just, you know, so excited about just one sale, you know? Yeah. So when I finished that first year, even though I had quit inside of it, uh, I think I had sold about $1,250 uh-huh. sold, not made, just sold. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, um, and so I think it was in January of that next year, 2016, mm-hmm. that um, I was on Jim's mailing list and I got by, by this, uh, it, was pro- it wasn't called the Proven Course back then, it was called something else, I can't remember okay. offhand, uh, but it was like for $39, you can buy the whole video mm-hmm. series. So I remember saying, you know what, I'm going to do that. So I did it uh-huh. and there was, I, I don't remember who it was, but there was this one lady uh, who was teaching about how to reach your goal. And it was mm-hmm. like, I, I, I just remember she said, if you want to make so much money, then you got to feed the beast mm-hmm. and you got to crunch your numbers backwards. So if you want to make 50,000, then you got, you know, so she went through that whole formula and it just really made sense to me. So yeah. at that point I made a goal that I wanted to try to sell between 25 and 50,000 over the next year. Yeah. And uh, that, that was from $1,250 to that, wow. you know, so um, I still was at books, but I started to dabble with yard sale stuff and a few other okay. things. And I've, and I've all, and I was always doing it part-time because, yeah. you know, ministry has yeah. always been the full-time passion. Uh-huh. And um, so when that year ended, um, I think I did like 26,500 wow. in, in sales and, uh, so then I just set another goal and then I just kept learning from, from you guys and, yeah. and you know, from the proven stuff just kept, but it was always part-time and it still is to this day. I, yeah, any I really, idea on your, um, so I know most of the time when yeah. we talk to folks, like, you know, if they're doing the replens model, doing RA, OA, if they have a hundred dollar sale, they're probably bringing in 20 to $25 profit on that. Now books, that's probably a completely different story, isn't it? Yeah, your your margins are a lot better in books. Yeah, I remember this one particular book Uh I bought at a thrift. It was a, it was a, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was at a thrift store and uh, um, hospice. It was a hospice thrift store, Uh and it was a book that was for sale for twenty five cents, and it was listed online for a hundred and twenty five. And I could not. It was a paperback book, but it was just rare. You know, wow. So I bought that book among many. I read it because I was curious. <laughs> I just booked $125. And then, and then I sent it in and I sold it for like 100, 125 bucks. Oh my, is that your biggest margin? Was, yeah, that was like a 25 cent book, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. And those things happen as you're consistent, but you know, yeah. they're not every day. So in that second year, and you might have you might have easily profited half of that potentially that second year. Yeah, I I think I did because I was yeah. I was getting great deals. And um, and then I met a guy through Craigslist who was getting books um and he was selling them and he was getting them from libraries. He okay. was getting them he was getting them bulk from libraries and then he gleaned through them. So I started moving into the library world of, yep. of books instead of thrift store from one source. I would go and fill up a, my, my whole car, my Jeep with boxes and boxes of books. I would scan them. 
Uh-huh. And I would glean out what I needed. Then I would turn around to Goodwill and donate off the rest. Um, and I just kept going in books, you know, it was good. But, but it was through that contact that I found out about wholesale books. Uh-huh. And eventually within a year, I moved into buying wholesale books, LLC and myself uh-huh. and, uh, and just continue to move ahead. But I, but I did explore with, um, with a lot. So the guy who was kind of, who's mentoring me uh, with books had been doing it and he still is doing it to this day. Uh, probably 15. He was one of the first uh, online sellers uh-huh. um, with books way back. And he told me, he said, if you never want to hire anybody else, you should be able to do about 400,000 a year wow. in books and books without needing to hire anybody. I mean, he had it down to a science. So um, he was really good at it. And I learned a lot from him. Man, that's awesome. So you did. Now you got to know that that books used to have a different margin of fees with Amazon. It used Mm -hmm. to be much lower. Mm -hmm. So I think it was about three years ago that they leveled it Mm -hmm. and said it's the same for everything, including Mm -hmm. books. So so a lot of people got out of books. Yeah. Um, A lot of people couldn't find the profit margin in them like they used to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it changed. So a lot of people yeah. get out of books, but, um, but I stayed in it and uh, adjusted and, and still doing it. But That's what you got to do, but, you got to adjust, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, okay, let's just jump into the book section for a second. Just talk about what you're looking yeah. for, because there's some people like, you know what, that's because it's just so it's one of the easiest, lowest hanging fruit opportunities for somebody especially if you're coming from a position where you don't have a lot of money to invest because you can yeah. find books so cheap. So, um, okay, we're, we're walking into a thrift store or a library or a garage sale and you and I were hanging out. What are we looking for if we're s- sourcing books? Okay, you want to look for a few key categories and you don't want to navigate too far away from those, okay? So I would say textbooks mm-hmm. tend to be very good, especially if you can get them prior to January and prior to August. If mm. you can get textbooks, um, those are great and and hopefully not too old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and those those have got great profit margin and students yeah. are, are usually looking for them. Give me an idea um, of a profit margin you'd expect to see. I know there's gonna be some ones that are gonna be like your 25 cents to Maybe not in textbooks that you might, you're going to have them all over the map, but what's a, a typical profit margin? Yeah. I mean, I used to go into thrift stores all the time and get, I would go right, look for the textbooks. And I would just, I, sometimes I would sit on the floor with my scanner and just spend a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I, tra- I trained other family members to help me find them too, you know, mm-hmm. but I would say probably you buy a book for $2 at the most. And you, you typically could sell it between uh, 15 to 40. Nice. I mean, not, not unrealistic. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, but I would say textbooks is one category. Uh-huh. I would say self-help is a huge one. Uh, those never go bad, so to speak. People are always, and, and I would say cooking, okay. um, cooking is a big subject, believe it or not. I yeah. mean, people are buying cookbooks still. I mean, mm-hmm. especially the newer ones, higher, okay. I still buy them new and sell them and and they have good margin you know um so cooking uh self-help uh business business books are always booming man people love business books because they're looking to 
to improve their business. So those are probably some of the main categories I, I focus in on. I stay away from, you know, all the novels. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do get, I'm a pastor, so I do know there are religious books that will sell too, but it's probably not as hot of a subject overall than the ones I just mentioned. Wow. Okay. And when you scan them, what do you, I know with books, it's not something that you, you might sit on them for a long time. You might send them in Amazon. They may sit for a whole year at sometimes, right? Some it's a lot more long yeah. tail than yeah. what you would want on any other type of product. Right. Yeah. I, you know, that used to be the case and it still can be, but mm-hmm. my, I try now to, I don't want my books sitting around more than, more than eight months. Okay. And then if they do, I'm going to, I'm going to break even or even lose a few pennies and just, just to get my money back and keep rolling. So are you even looking at Keepa for books or are you just doing the sales rank? Um, I probably do the rank and how much competition more than anything else. Um, okay. I do use Keepa. Keepa is a great tool, but I know books so well. It's like, I don't even need it anymore. Yeah. If that makes sense on, yeah. on books. You know? Right. That makes sense. Sorry. My son just walking in here. Um, that's small baby. That I, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So are you, so you're doing the sales rank and are you, what's the, what are your, what's your limit? Like you won't go above what? You mean as far as the sales rank, is there a certain rank that you won't go above? Uh, yeah, it depends on how, it depends on the book. Uh huh. Like if there's only like, you know, two or three other sellers. Uh-huh. Uh, but typically I would, I would go over a million. Okay. The, it depends awesome. on what I'm selling it for. You know, yeah. I mean, that one that's $2 that uh, you bought for 25 cents, you're selling it for 120 and <laughs> 3 million who cares. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and so, and, and the nice thing is now, I mean, I, I do sell in Mexico and Canada. Oh, okay. I opened up there, which is kind of nice. I just send it into my regular warehouse and, you know, I just keep track of that price, and 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 those two markets have uh, English readers that are looking for books. And that's so. awesome. So you're sending it into regular Amazon, and it is just it's just being sold by. You're not having to send it to another well, like a warehouse Correct. in Canada or Mexico, are you? Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah that's, nice. that's yeah. awesome. Wow. Okay, so you're looking for textbooks, self help, cooking, business. Definitely not the not not the fiction type books, the novels. Those are going to be pretty much worthless they can they can i mean i'll just get like um marvel stuff uh-huh. oh yeah uh, tends to do well um there's probably always something in every category but there's some mm-hmm. categories that are just hotter than I'll, yeah you know and it's, you're probably at a point now like you just see so you've done it for so long you just kind of know i mean you, there's probably some things you don't even you wouldn't even need to bother scanning just throw it in your cart because you know it's going to sell yeah yeah i mean and you know like ollie's has, has got books yes and, uh, that's, that's kind of a good place to maybe find a few, some, you know, some good ones along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm giving away some, you know, some, if those are the one to do books, but like dot to dot, I never would have imagined dot to dot would be so popular, uh-huh. but you can find those at Ollie's in a lot of places, but, uh, the dot to dot people will, you know, you can buy those sometimes one and two bucks a piece and sell mm-hmm. them for 12 to 15 a piece. Right? Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Good margin. Have and you I ever done any I, ads on Craigslist? Like I, I buy books or anything like that. Posting you know, ads. I, I used to do that. Uh-huh. And, but when I moved into new books, um, uh-huh. I, I just got away from that sure. and new books move faster. 
in yeah. general. So, but I if somebody wanted to hustle, like they were just like, they like, Peter, I need to do this business. I need to make this work. And I've got yeah. like, I've got 50 bucks to spare. And so they, they do that at the thrift store, but then they run out of money because their books are sent there. They sent their books in and now they're just waiting for it to sell. That could be some time you can buy, right. you can get books for free. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it's important that, you know, what your margin is to yeah. like, you know, I, I, I will, I used to ship in a book that I would say, okay, I'm going to make three bucks. I'll be happy. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. take me much time. Sure. Basically books aren't breakable. Right. You know, I mean, unless somebody just doesn't like the book yeah. or the, whatever the reason is to return it. But for the yeah. most part, you know, you don't have as many returns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's just, it, it works, you know, yeah, it does. Are you putting so, just putting the uh, the sticker on the back over the barcode and then that's yeah, it and sending it in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it depends on the book. Sometimes I'll shrink wrap it to make it okay. look better. If, yeah. If it's a real heavy book to preserve sure. it from getting damaged a little yeah. bit. But um, yeah, books are to me are a gold mine. Even mm-hmm. though people are digital, they're getting mm-hmm. digital books and stuff. I still think that people like to hold books, and I yeah. think they'll always be that crowd. I definitely do. Yeah. yeah. I like so to mark them you, up. <laughs> so I would say use books, you know, you, I would say if somebody's really trying to, I, I'm just telling you, Brian, I hustled, man. My wife will mm. attest to it. I, I was sometimes up till two in the morning, just yeah. cranking out stuff, to get it done. Cause mm. I had all next day I had to go do ministry and work. So, yeah. I mean, my first year was not as hustle as my second, and third year. Uh-huh. I really, I probably put 20, 25 hours in after dinner, late night, mm. I just, I would hustle, you know, now yeah. I don't need to hustle as much yeah. and I got momentum That's awesome. and uh, it's been good. You know? That's awesome. Tell me about, so after, so we, um, when you, what did you branch out to when you, after you, when you started branching out to other things besides just books, what was that first thing? Yeah. I just bizarre things that uh-huh. were, be at yard sales and okay. stuff and uh you know like ink cartridges left okay. over from something and you know just uh I, I did go to auctions for a lot i mm-hmm. really got i made a lot of money from auctions i had an auction not too far from my house before covid okay and and i would go every wednesday night i could and i would not try to be in the early group i'd be in the late group because people come in at six o'clock at night and by eight eight thirty they bought what they wanted and mm-hmm. they were gone and i would sometimes stay until they finished at 10 11 yeah and yeah. as the crowd thinned the merchandise lowered and i would just mm-hmm. um you know my daughter people from my church we'd just go and have fun it was just entertaining yeah, and then I would just get all kinds of junk. I call it junk, and then I would go through it and scan it as used or new, and I would sell it on Amazon, and I oh. make great, great return on my money. Oh my and I still do that today because it's fun. Yeah, I still do that. I still now, is this like an estate auction. sale or it's always online auction? Well, I do online, and and I I yeah, because most of them are back to in person. Okay. But there's more competitors now, so I'm pretty picky. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I still do. Like you know the Corningware that uh, that from the 50s and 60s. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That stuff still sells like crazy. Oh, and that's and, on Amazon even. Well, I don't know about Amazon because I you're, branched you're out. Selling on so. eBay. No, I still don't go back mm. to eBay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 
I, I should probably, but I don't. Um, yeah. So I, would you like to hear how I branched and why I branched? Go for it. Yeah. yeah. So it was during the pandemic of 2020 that uh, my Amazon account got suspended and I had heard these stories. I thought it wouldn't happen to me and it did and it rocked my world. Mm. And um, anyway, I got my account back, but it took me three months. Okay. And when everybody else was just rocking it out during COVID, I was, mm. I was hurting, you know, mm. I was just really hurting. Right. So that was when I realized I can't put all my eggs in one basket. Right. And um, I started to, uh, I, I took a course online uh, about um, Walmart, how to start right. up in Walmart. Yeah. And so during the pandemic, I got into Walmart and uh, I think by, I think by June, I got my Amazon account back and I had a Walmart account. Okay. And then I branched into Facebook marketplace last year. Okay. And so right now I'm, I'm doing uh, Amazon, Walmart, Facebook marketplace, uh, Macari. Yeah. And a little bit of Etsy. Etsy's a little challenging for me, but I've I've, I've sold a little bit on on Etsy, uh-huh. and that's kind of where some of the the auction stuff is 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 doing well. Okay, that's kind of old and you know interesting. Yeah. Um, and so probably in that order are my sales as well. Okay. Um, in that Amazon order. and then Walmart, uh, Walmart and Facebook Marketplace are the top three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Facebook Marketplace has really done well for me this past year. Give me an example, like what that, um, what's that product? Because I don't think we've, I've very, I don't know how many, maybe just a couple of times have I talked about Facebook Marketplace with somebody that's doing that. Yeah. So what's your strategy there? Well, uh, it's kind of interesting. I haven't like opened a store, so it's very okay. personal. It's just like, but I don't. I don't sell in my community. I don't, I don't like bombard my friend list. So I kind of like say, don't show my friends. So it okay. just goes into the marketplace without yes. turning everybody that knows me off listing everything. You know? Right. Um, so I basically, um, I'll give you some, uh, some examples of other things I've done with RA is I followed the, the, um, the season. So like okay. after Christmas, I go get all the clearance stuff out. Um, after, uh, you know, school supplies, uh, mm-hmm. after Halloween, I have probably bought costumes for the last three or four years. Okay. And, uh, and I used to just hold on to them until it came close to that holiday again. Mm-hmm. And then I learned from you guys, man, those man, things sell all year long. So, um, so I listed as soon as I get it and, you know, it doesn't always move and, but you never know. But then when that season comes back around, it, it hits wow. pretty good. So those, those listings stay up there forever. Well, is- you have to renew it with Facebook. Okay, it, it's like if it don't sell within, I'm not even sure what it is. It's like maybe three weeks or something. Okay, then you have to renew the listing and pop it back up. Okay, um, but I did. All right, so here's my strategy. All right, yeah. So <laughs> I I go to I go to Amazon first if uh-huh. I'm restricted or I can't get into a category, even though I, it was a good deal. Uh-huh. Then I go over to Walmart and I list okay. it. Okay. And then um, if for some reason it doesn't move there, I may, I may double list it on Facebook marketplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes list it on Macari depends. Macari is quick. I can do it fast okay. with my phone. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is quick. I can do it fast with my phone. Yes. Um, and so 
So the things that are restricted, I do on Facebook okay. and, okay. and, and Macari. And that's awesome. Is it all, yeah. I mean, pretty much any type of item that you're selling on Facebook marketplace? Yeah, I mean, I, I typically try to stay lightweight. Okay. I try to stay small, unbreakable. Yeah. And, um, and I think through, through Walmart, I never would have dreamed that I would have sold clothing. Uh-huh. Never thought that I would do it, you know? Yeah. So I'll go into Walmart and, uh, they just have random ways of clearing stuff out. So I live in Florida. So I remember, I don't remember what season it was, but I remember they had Jordash kids jeans mm-hmm. and they had an entire rack. When I happened to walk in, it was like 40 pairs of them and they were a buck a piece. <laughs> I, I just cleared it out. I didn't even need to look at the keep a chart. Yeah. I was kind of like, I scanned one of us and Oh, it's selling period. A buck a piece. Can't go wrong. 40 bucks. And I sold every single one of those between uh, Walmart and Amazon. I sold them all for like 15 to 20 bucks a piece. That's awesome. Yeah. So I love clearing stuff. It's still fun. Even though you can't replenish it necessarily, it's got good profit. Oh my goodness. On the Facebook marketplace stuff, are you just doing porch pickup? Uh, No, I I do shipping only. Oh, you ship to. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, so when, when you post something, does that mean like anybody around the country can see it? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, last night uh, I sold something that I couldn't find uh-huh. on Facebook. And I told lady, I'm sorry, I must have sold. I forgot to take it down. I'm sorry. She said, no problem. So while I was downstairs, I said, man, I should list a few more things. So I had this old Frankenstein freaky mutant toy thing I got from an auction two or three years ago. I think I actually shipped it into Amazon. It never sold. Yeah. I got tired of the fees. I said, this thing is never going to sell here. So I had it shipped back to me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sat in the shelf last yet. Last night I listed it and I sold it today for 35 bucks. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. Facebook how does Facebook marketplace, marketplace work cool. real quick? Like I've never dove into this at all ever. Yeah. Um, so like when you list it on there, are you, are you making it free shipping, just adding to it? Or the, does the customer, is it 35 plus shipping, whatever it costs to that zip code? I do a little of both. I mean, depends on what I got in it. I might do free mm-hmm. shipping. Sometimes I don't, mm-hmm. I, but Facebook wants you to do free shipping. Okay. You know, they, they want to incentivize. But you. if you don't do that, then, and I put in my zip, I'm in, um, in Texas. So I pipe in my zip code seven, six, zero, nine, two. Does it calculate it automatically? And then no, what it does. No, what it does is you, you, you give it the weight. Okay. And then you pick your shipping if it's mm-hmm. through them or you could do it. it yourself. So, Got it. so like, for instance, I think if I know what the weight is, it doesn't even ask you the dimension of the box. It just wants yeah. to know the weight. It gives you price choices between um, UPS and, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you postal service. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of play around with it at times. Like okay. sometimes people will say, hey, would you take would you take 10 bucks less on some, you know, mm-hmm. even though it's already there, maybe free shipping. And I'll say, well, it depends on where you live. I'll just, you know, type depends on where you live. Yeah. And it depends on uh, if you're willing to pay shipping, you know, yep. so I kind of that's that's the personalization that you don't get in Walmart. Yeah. And, and Amazon, you know, okay. people can kind of dicker with you a little bit and stuff. That's so. awesome. And you uh, get paid this past through. year I did I did 30 almost four thousand dollars on Facebook Marketplace. Wow. With just things that 
weren't moving in other directions. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, um, did you get paid right through Facebook? Yeah. They pay you through uh, PayPal. Okay. That's wow. their, that's their, uh, their portal. And they only take 5%. So it's the cheapest. That's awesome. Uh, take. Yeah. Wow. You 5% plus the PayPal fees or 5% in, in 5%, they 5% ship it total. To oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how long that'll stay like that, but you know, it's, it's pretty reasonable. Okay. Um, if you were, um, and this sounds like a, we could talk offline about this, but that there could be a class here on that whole topic because, um, it sounds like it doesn't take a lot of extra work for you to have some of those items listed that you aren't selling on Amazon anyway, that, uh, and just like would be an easy extra income stream for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my mom, like, you know, your, your, your dad passed away this uh-huh. past year. Yeah. And my mom passed away two years ago and she left me all these old, um, collector plates among many things, you know, uh-huh. kind of just hang on your wall from yes. the sixties and forward or whatever, or even back. And I remember my wife saying, I said, what do I do with all these plates? You know? And she said, just goodwill. I mean, nobody buys those things anymore, Peter. I said, well, I'm going to just give it a shot. So I put it, I put, I started listening on Facebook marketplace uh-huh. and I sold an entire collection uh-huh. of, to one lady out in Oregon who was into cats and all these plates were, were cats. Yeah. So she bought a whole collection and uh, just, you just never know what right. people are going to buy. So, you know, I, I still have my mom's plates. I still have probably another 60 of those crazy plates. Wow. And every once in a while, I'll just list them. Because uh, yeah. I forget, you know, why throw it away if somebody's going to buy it, you know? Yeah. And it makes me feel better about my mom's old stuff. Exactly. So is uh, Facebook yeah. Marketplace, is it, um, so that person that was in Oregon, they had to type in cat plate or something. You had to whatever you titled it as was how she found it essentially. Cause she's not scrolling well, I, through Florida Facebook marketplace. Yeah, no, I think, you know, they have like, you can put tags in your listing. Okay. So um, I think people just search for things and they, wow. and I think you can also put your settings so that if somebody's trying to sell this, I want to know about it notification. Oh, wow. uh, so I think there's a little bit of both of those. In there. And there's some similarities to eBay there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. I mean, I, that's what's fun about these these episodes. I have no idea where we're going. I had no clue before we started. We we're going to be talking about Facebook. Yeah, I didn't know I'd be talking about Facebook either. You know. Yeah, so, but it just sounds like an easy way. And Mercari, I've never. I've, there's a lot of folks in our audience that do sell on Mercari, but it's not something we talk about much. So, is that yeah. pretty easy too? Yeah, it's pretty easy. But I I did pretty good with that a couple of years ago. But then mm-hmm. with Marketplace. Um, showed up with what they were doing mm-hmm. there's just way more people on facebook so yeah. i i just have more visibility there yeah. so i've i've kind of i still have the listings on macari and i don't take them down okay. but i've double listed them on facebook and uh-huh. so if somebody buys it from one or the other i just search back on the other and say oh yeah i had that there and i try to delete it so i don't you know yeah um but yeah there's it's an interesting and, and i think you know um and then uh, I I tried Poshmark for mm-hmm. a little while. Didn't mm-hmm. didn't really care for it, uh-huh. uh, so I just didn't do it. But like my do- my daughter's really good. At, they're really good at Poshmark. So you got to kind of find your online channels that kind of are easy for you, and you like them. Mm-hmm. And they 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 adapt to your lifestyle versus trying uh, to force something. I guess right. You know? 
you said Amazon is still your biggest uh, source of, of income. You're doing books there. What is that? Is books the main thing or is that just now part as retail arbitrage overtaking the books as far as your main source? I'm hoping that I, I'd like to, to get that at 50 50 this year. Okay. I'd like to, yeah, I'm, I'm really working uh, replens, uh-huh. um, you know, but one thing I, about replens that, that is difficult for me is you can get it on a good deal. Mm-hmm. And when you need to replenish it, it may not be on that good mm-hmm. a deal. Yeah. Whereas books, you, I can consistently go, usually go back and get more of what I need yeah. at the same price. Yeah. Uh, but there's too many good deals and replens to not give it a shot. Though. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Are you doing so you're doing a lot of clearance uh shopping then too? You know what? Clearance is fun for me. It's yeah. not a, you know, I like I went in all right, so this is tie-in ministry and I had Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I want to get definitely into the ministry stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Doing I, had, this. I had this Sunday afternoon, this was yesterday. I had this couple that I hadn't seen in a month and a half that I needed to just follow up and they've had a lot of physical challenges. They live yeah. 45 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So um it was a long day already, had a big lunch. I was really sleepy as I got into the town where they were at. Yeah. And I thought, man, I just need to wake myself up. And so I said, I'm just going to go to Walmart for a few minutes, see what they got on clearance. Okay. <laughs> so I went into Walmart. I, I know where to find the clearance aisles. I know what to look for. And um, believe it or not, they, I haven't listed them yet, but they had light bulbs on clearance that were like $17 online. Wow. They're on clearance for four bucks. So I walked out, I spent $300 on light bulbs yesterday, you know? Um, so <laughs> oh my goodness. yeah, so I've, I've really learned to like pick things up in the course of my life yeah. instead of necessarily going to them intentionally, if mm-hmm. I can, mm-hmm. so that I'm not really taking extra time. Yeah. So some of my favorite stores to get stuff are Trader Joe's, uh-huh. Walmart. Um, I do a lot of, um, I try once a week to go through a replen list from VAs and just mm-hmm. find the things that are, that fit into my portfolio that I can just order and have shipped to me. Mm-hmm. And then it comes and then I take some time and I out the door, it goes again, you know? Mm-hmm. So I probably, you know, I probably could have outsourced and grown it into a, a bigger business mm-hmm. with more people and employees, but mm-hmm. I just never want to. I mean, I just want to keep it me and my family extra money uh, while I do uh, ministry. And if I were to ever not be in the ministry, I could probably pour a whole lot more into it. Man. And you said last year was your worst year and you still sold 140 some thousand is what you told me before we hit record. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. The year before and total sales, all sites, I think was 250. That's awesome. And my highest year ever, what I think was 270. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I think I, and I have hired people to help me, Uh you know, little, little, little pockets of time, not consistently Uh every week, you know? Uh Um, But uh, you know, I would say overall uh, my tax guy told me that I actually, made more money last year than the year before, even though I sold more. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm getting better at. Is that because you found the right stuff or some stuff sold that you bought the year before that was. Yeah. I think it was a little bit of both. I had leftover stuff that 
you know, and I didn't spend as much. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I'm not going to ask you what you make, but do you make as much in your Amazon e-commerce business almost or close to what you make as a pastor? Um, no, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Is yeah, it anywhere I, close? Like if what you make as a pastor, is it 50% yet or is it? Uh... Yeah. Oh yeah. It's at 50. I mean, I, I, there was a couple years I made more than a pastor, but wow. on, a, on a rhythm, I'm not. Yet, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. But I will say that, you know, I got my, I got my son through college. Wow. I think I honestly could have been stronger financially if wow. I could have just kept flipping my money instead mm-hmm. of pulling it out, paying sure. my kids through college, sure. um, which, you know, but that's why I did it. You know, I, I mean, so I, so this is the year I'm hoping that I you know, don't have to spend as much and I can I make it grow it. a little bit more. You know? Oh my goodness. And how often, about how many hours do you think you work a week on your, on your e-commerce business now? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know, probably 15, that's 15 incredible. hours a week, maybe. Yeah. And then, but you know, it's hard to, for me to gauge that. Like, you know, yesterday I was doing ministry, but yeah. I probably spent, I probably spent an hour in the store having yeah. fun looking for stuff. And then yeah. I was awake. I got it through the, in the vehicle. And then today I emptied it. it. took me five minutes to empty it. And then, you know, when I process everything back out the door, probably another hour or so, okay. It just fits into life instead of being extra. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have a certain um, a certain schedule or as far as you do this on this day, or is it more just like whenever you have pockets of time, you'll go source? Do you have a certain like, this is my day to source, this is my day to ship, or yours, is yours more fluid because of you have no idea what ministry thing is going to pop up that day? Exactly. And that's, uh, I mean, it's more fluid. Sometimes yeah. I can spend a few days in a week. Uh-huh. Someday, sometimes I can't get to a whole lot like physically processing it out the door for several weeks, but I can still keep track of the prices on my phone and and adjusting things. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, there's a part of me that says, I wish I had better rhythm, but that's really part of why I like working for myself doing online sales is because you never know the demands of ministry um, and what can happen. And it's kind of nice that you can just fit it in when you can. Absolutely. Um, and there's been times when I would just like go out late at night, you know, because mm-hmm. Walmart used to be over 24 hours. Maybe they are again. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, you know, you can just go out. And and I forgot to tell you that um, I think my next biggest category after books was probably toys. OK. You're still yeah. you're selling a lot of toys right now. Um, I have some. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder about. You know, Amazon's been really restrictive. They got yeah. more restrictive on toys, but right. for a while that was a, another another filler for for books. Okay. So I did toys, follow the seasons, uh-huh. and books. Um, and I and I still love the auctions, and mm-hmm. so I kind of I, I just don't get my stuff from any one place. Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah. I really I'm hoping I can try to do the VA thing mm-hmm. uh, with replants for a whole year just to see yeah. how that really how that works, you know? That's awesome. What advice would you give somebody who's just starting out? Because you, we've mentioned books, you've mentioned toys, you've mentioned Mark, Facebook Marketplace, Mercari, Amazon, uh, Etsy, and you're all over the place. You got your hands in so many different streams and it's all bringing you income. Where And what would you suggest if another pastor friend came to you and said, I've seen what you were doing, Peter, and I want to I want to yeah. start an e-commerce business. I would, I would say definitely, definitely just start with one thing mm-hmm. and like I, I would 
I would suggest like either Macari uh-huh. or or Am- or um, or Facebook mm-hmm. something so you could just sell something to see if you even like it. Yeah, because I I've, some people are like, eh, I just don't even like selling things. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to do it, you know. Yeah. And until you actually buy something, sell something, ship something, get paid, and get a sense of if that's fulfilling and you're going to mm-hmm. enjoy doing it, then mm-hmm. don't don't spend all that money on courses and learning yeah. all that. Just get yeah. just initially get something rolling and going. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I'm kind of glad that I got suspended once so that I could diversify because I was leaning on Amazon as my only thing. And now with diversity, it's real, it's really helping me. You know, Mm -hmm. I never thought that would be the case, but it really is, you know? Yeah. So I hope that helps. No, it's very helpful. What advice would you give to just other newbies? Just they're struggling. Like you're a pastor. So encourage the folks that are listening here with it or, you know, like you were before we hit record talking about how just people are struggling today yeah. there's uh, all kinds of needs out there the people who are that are the guy that is stuck in their job that they hate or maybe they just got laid off because of what's going on in the world or whatever just give us some and give some encouragement to that person yeah i would say definitely find a mentor or somebody who's doing what you want to do mm-hmm. and pick their brain and mm-hmm. if they'll even invest in you on a regular basis with some commitment level that would really make the difference i think people are just so alone you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah and um and people are leery um because i read a lot of the comments online from legends and other places that mm-hmm. you know people are struggling to try to make it work yeah and they, they're seeing all these success stories like for me i've seen people that started since i started that made five to ten times more than i could ever imagine and you know, and I could easily go, what's wrong with me? You know, I'm not making that much, but I also realize I'm choosing a certain way to do it. Yeah. And so you got, so people out there, they, they need to find a niche, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would say, you know, there's also the electronic niche that, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that is different, you know, um, like selling digital products. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dabbled with that a little bit. And I really like it, but it is a whole different shift from the physical product. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't figured out. So I keep working on that in the background, like merch on Uh Amazon, digital stuff, making your own books. I've, I've done a little bit of it, but I really haven't made any money to speak of, Uh but I'd like to get to the place where, where I could learn to do that as I get older and I don't want to physically have to handle stuff if I could do stuff digitally. So yeah. some people out there, you know, you can make a lot of your own products mm-hmm. and not never pay anything. It's true. You know, if you got yeah. the creative side to you that, you know, know how yeah. to do things. That's good. Also, last question. You seem like you have a lot of things going on um, in your business and, you know, personal life. How, but yeah, you know, you've heard shiny objects syndrome. It doesn't sound like that that is a big deal for you, at least because you, you sounds like you, you're managing it really well. You got Amazon, your Macari, Facebook Marketplace and Walmart, and it's all going pretty well. It's not like you don't seem scattered. Um, you seem like you, you got them all working my together wife, pretty well. My wife would have, would, would dicker to different. Say something different. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. She says, how do you keep track of all this stuff? Well, like, it seems like you are and a lot of, cause you know, yeah. you've been around e-commerce for a while now. So, you know, the challenge is like, Ooh, new course coming out. Let's try that. Let's buy this. Let's do this strategy. 
Um, how yeah. have you been able to stay focused? Because if you get too unfocused, obviously you, you will get too scattered and not nothing works because you're jumping around. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You kind of, I don't know, like I I've taken a lot of courses over the last uh-huh. six, seven years and I've learned a lot. Some of them I wish I hadn't taken and some of them I'm glad I did. Right. Um, and I met met a lot of great people along the way. I, I um, you know, if somebody's out there and they're just trying to make it, you can do it with little to nothing. But you, mm-hmm. it's really nice to have somebody you can talk to. Yes. I mean, you got to just have somebody you can get advice from and then they can encourage you. If, they, if you don't have that, it's way it's so easy to just say, oh, well, yeah. I quit. You know? Yes. Uh, this yeah. is this isn't for me. So, yeah, I agree. Community is so key. Yeah, I have a I have a pastor friend of mine who I never thought he'd do it, but I had two past. I've helped a few pastors, and one uh-huh. pastor he got going and he was really doing good, and then he just he just dropped off. You know, he just said, "Ah, oh, I just don't have the time." So he he wasn't as driven, I think. Mm-hmm. As as probably I was, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I have another pastor friend I'm helping now. Um, and we talk probably once every few weeks and he'll pick my brain every once in a while. Yeah. And then I'll tell him where he should get something. So we share kind of ideas where to get things. Awesome. And so, you know, we need each other out here. Yes. You know, we, we, I think that's what you would, what you do with legends is so, mm-hmm. is so, uh, it's so good is, yeah. is that people will plug in. Yes. Um, it's helpful. Absolutely. agree hundred percent. The people that I see that are most successful have some kind a community or a coach around them that help them. So yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Wow. Well, Peter, thank you so much. This has been fun. I, I had no idea we'd talk about textbooks or Facebook marketplace or Mercari, but I think there's a, we'll talk more. I think there could be a potential mar- Facebook marketplace course um, or a class in legends for sure. If you want to think about that, because there's a lot of people that would love to learn how to add that as an extra stream of income. And it sounds like it's not a lot of work for you to, yeah. to add that on. So no, it's, it's kind of fun, you know, but I, I, I will admit that, you know, FBA, uh-huh. when I first got into this, I was like, I don't want to ship every day. And I really avoided shipping personally, mm. other than I would have UPS come to my house and pick up a bunch of boxes and that was it. Okay. Yeah. And since the pandemic, I learned to go back to having shipping as a part of my, my daily schedule, mm. so to speak. That's good. So that's the only drawback that I'm not as crazy about, mm-hmm. but there's money there and the yeah. economy and inflation are happening. Yes. So I'm learning to just deal with it because I, you know, I need to make some more money just like anybody else. Yeah. The price of fuel right, and different things like that. I mean, you know, mm. so if I can make two extra dollars, you know, so I'm, I'm buying boxes, mm-hmm. having them shipped to my house and, mm. you know, I'm learning the shortcuts even, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that makes sense. Love it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. Let me know when you want to come back on. We'll chat again. Appreciate it. All right. right, Thanks. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.